Can you say hallelujah with me? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, let me tell you, choir, you've never sang any better. Do you agree with me? Oh, what a morning. What a morning. Are you willing to stay with me 20 minutes more? So we can rejoice in the Lord Jesus and his rising from amongst the dead. We are thankful to be celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I know uh, she almost uh, stole uh, all the uh, joy, uh, with more joy, uh, Barbara Nord, and uh, her coming back today, we thank God for that. And we thank God for each and every one who's here. We thank God for this church that the Lord has raised in this small community. And we are thankful that we have a place to meet and to celebrate our first, first Easter in this building. Happy Easter to you all. Uh, I want to read uh, about eight words from the book of Matthew 28, 6. You don't, have, you don't need to open your Bibles. Just You know it by heart. He is not here, for he is risen. We can sense today, as Americans living in this beautiful land, a spirit of despair in the world around us. It's amongst all cultures, among all age group. And we ask the question, how can we change from having an attitude of despair to an attitude of hope? How can we cease being pessimists? I hate this word, by the way. And become optimists. I love this one. How can we live triumphant lives rather than being driven by the events that threaten us? How much hope do you have as you face the future? If we would have hope, and we thank God we have it as Christians, instead of despair, we must have the risen Christ in control of our lives. We should have the indwelling spirit to encourage and motivate us to live a life of expectancy awaiting his glorious return. Christ, I have news for you, Christ is the only hope, the only joy for the believer in this dark and lost world. And as we celebrate Easter today, we must realize the awesome truth of having the risen Christ as our Savior and His effect on our lives as Christians. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 14, 
He said, and if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is vain. And then our faith is also vain. But the Lord said that before, said something before, and announced to us all, because I live, you shall live also. Because I live, you shall live also. Rejoice, Christian. You are going to live forever. As long as Jesus Christ lives. Nat Olson illustrates this fact in a short poem as he says, Because Christ lives, I too shall live, O glorious truth divine, to think that resurrection life was his and sure it shall be mine. Because Christ lives, I too shall live, I leave this slump of clay and lift my wings to higher heights on resurrection day. Because Christ lives, I too shall live. With him I'll ever be rejoicing that he broke death's claims and set my spirit free. Are you free this morning? I want to talk for a few minutes about the blessings of the resurrection. The first point, we must realize, Christians, that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the foundation of Christianity. Do I need to elaborate on more on that? Maybe a little bit, but we should know that our foundation is the risen Jesus Christ. He is the basis of forgiveness. No one can tell someone, go home rejoicing because your sins have been forgiven. There is no one person in the history of mankind, past, present, and in the future, that can declare to someone that comes to him, your sins are forgiven. Get up and walk. Accept the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no religion in the world today. And I don't have to apologize about that. Because I'm a true Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Savior. And with all the respect to all denominations in the world today, there is no religion that offers forgiveness except Christianity itself. I listened to one of the analysts on the radio about two months ago or five months ago when Tiger Woods fell into sin and he was before the whole world. He didn't know what to do. That analyst said, Buddhism is not going to offer him forgiveness. Only Christianity offers forgiveness to the whole world and to him. He needs Jesus Christ. And he was called again to give his opinion. And maybe they thought that he will mellow it down a little bit. He said forgiveness in Jesus Christ. May God bless you, Brit Hume. And may God, I believe this man is a saved man. And today... No religion can offer forgiveness except Jesus Christ himself. That's what we 
stand for today. In 1 Corinthians 15, 17, say, if Christ is not risen, your faith is vain. You are still in your sins. Unlike all religions, let me tell you, their leaders and prophets have tombs and their dry bones in there, but not Christianity. Choir, not Christianity. There is no tomb to visit. There is an empty tomb there, not closed. It has no casket there. There are no bones there. People go and sing hallelujah. And people go and marvel at Christianity and what Jesus offered to live by. In one of the villages of northern India, a missionary was preaching in a bazaar. True story. As he closed, a Muslim gentleman came up and said, You must admit we have one thing you have not. And it is better than anything you have. Okay? The missionary smiled and said, I would be pleased to hear what it is. The Muslim said, You know, when we go to Mecca, we at least find a coffin. But when you Christians go to Jerusalem, which is your Mecca, we find nothing but an empty grave. But the missionary just smiled with a big smile and said, that is just the difference. (laughs) Muhammad is dead. Muhammad is in the coffin. I agree. And false system of religion and philosophy are all in their coffins. But Jesus Christ, whose kingdom is to include all nations, all kindreds, all races, all tribes, is not here. He is risen. And all power in heaven and on earth is given unto him. That is our hope. He is not dead, but alive forever. To those who put down Christianity, who deny the resurrection of Jesus Christ, I submit to you this on this Easter day, that our living Christ is in heaven, seated at the right hand of God. And soon... He is coming back. Rejoice, Christian. He's coming back and to put his enemies, every one of them, under his feet. And then when they see him, every knee should bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Rejoice. Because he lives. We have life and eternal security. Because he lives, we can say with the apostle, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much, much, and much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. By his life. Because he always lives to make intercession for them who put his, their faith in him. And I ask you this morning, if there are some amongst us who do not know Jesus Christ, the risen Christ, as their Savior, my question to you is this. Do you have this assurance? Do you have this assurance that he rose from the dead and you are going to rise with him one day, whether you die and go through the death process, or whether when he comes, are you 
Are you assured of this fact when he comes, you are going to be with him forever and ever, or you're going to be left here to go through all kinds of disasters? Do you have this assurance? Did you, do you have this coverage? You know, people buy coverage. We go and say, I, I need to buy coverage insurance. Barbara knows about that. Carl knows about that. Those people know about that. And we buy some insurance. So we cover ourselves from, from disasters. But the greatest disaster is our people who do not have any insurance with regards to eternity. Where are you going to spend eternity if Jesus comes today to take his people? Do you have any coverage? Huh? Do you have any security? For yourselves, ask yourself this question. Think seriously on this Easter day. Let's not forget, your soul cost Jesus Christ his life on the cross of Calvary. Why don't you buy you some insurance for that? I'm not selling insurance, but I'm telling you one thing. Jesus Christ can insure your life here and throughout eternity. And I'm offering you this free of charge. Do you have the risen Savior in your heart? And that's what it counts. Are you alive in Him? Or you're just living as a dead person from day to day? Seek Him, the Bible said, and you shall fight Him. Because if you seek Him with all your heart. And if you seek Jesus, please do not go to His grave. You're not going to find him there. Do not try to follow some rules and regulations. If you seek Jesus, come to the cross of Calvary. Kneel at his feet and ask him to forgive you from your sins. And ask him to come into your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I take you on this Easter day as my personal Savior. And then you would have bought yourself the best insurance policy in the world. Someone wrote the following. It is not quite striking that after the disciples were convinced that he had risen, they never again visited his tomb. We never read in the Bible that they went back to the tomb and visited the tomb. At all. Why should they? The writer asked. It was only an incident, a temporary halting place in the experience of our Lord. They did not make pilgrimage to it. They did not esteem it above any other place. They did not bury it beneath tokens of affection. They did not break off pieces of the rock around the tomb and keep them as relics and selling them to people coming to visit the place. They are not sell, selling this uh, in hoping of these are, this will get you into heaven like many people do now. No. After that first Sunday, Sunday evening in fact, the disciples were done with the tomb. And I have news for you. We are done with the tomb. We look at a risen Savior. Our life doesn't come from a dead man in a tomb. 
Our life comes from the giver of life, the Lord Jesus Christ. And why should they look to the tomb? They had the living Savior with them, and we have the living Savior now in this place. Why don't you grasp this opportunity and take Jesus, the risen Jesus, as your Savior, and leave this place when you leave this place, a new person having life and life eternal. Church, we are done with the tomb. Are we? We are done with the tomb. And to us, Christ is all in all. He is alive. And he has the power to give life. Not by food or drink. We don't follow these things. We don't observe moons. We don't worship the moon or the sun or any other creature. And we don't observe days and months at all. No, not by all this. We fear the Lord Jesus Christ. We love the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we have life, we have life because he is the giver of life. We don't get life by pilgrimages. Neither to Mecca, nor to Jerusalem, nor to any other place. We are waiting as pilgrims to go to our final abode, heaven and heaven alone. He is the basis of Christianity. He is eternal security for us. And finally, he is our hope in heaven above. And the end of the journey is being with him forever and ever. And the question is today, do you have this hope? As you live, as you go by, is it only Easter for a couple of hours and then we go out to dinner or lunch or have a family gathering and we forget everything about it. And then you go back to the normalcy of life. Is this what it's all about? Or is it that I have now Jesus Christ in my heart. I have a new hope. On the board outside Christ Episcopal Church in New Brighton, Pennsylvania, the announcement read the following. Christian funeral directors provide many valuable services, but they can't phone ahead for reservations. You must apply in person for eternal life. It's not by hoping. It's not by wishing. You must apply in person for eternal life. And I have news for you. You cannot apply when you're dead. You have to apply when you still have a chance to read, write, and breathe and live. Would you apply today for eternal life? And then I don't care what the, what the funeral services do with my body because I would be there with Jesus Christ forever and ever. Do you have, you have a chance today on Easter Day to apply for eternal life? Make sure of this fact. And do not postpone your decision to let the living Savior enter your life and lift you up from this scene of despair. From this scene. It's an ugly scene around us. And how can we escape it? We cannot escape by running here and there and go to the movies and go to drinking and go attending a, a birthday service. Soon it will go away. It's a matter of minutes or hours. 
but the one that will remain you with you forever. The joy that he gives is a joy forever, is Jesus Christ himself. Do you have that insurance policy? Do you, are you assured about this fact that Jesus Christ is in your life? And do not postpone this decision. This is the time to accept him. The Bible says it is the appropriate time. So make this decision this afternoon on this Eastern day that I want to take the risen Christ as my Savior and live forever with him. Take advantage of this this afternoon. Let the living Christ enter your life and fill you with real peace, joy, and all good things. And it is, you know what? No one can make this choice for you. It is your choice. Do you have eternal life? Do you have the risen Christ as your personal Savior? Someone said, life with Christ is an endless hope. And without him, it is a hopeless end. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. I pray that you experience the joy of a risen Savior. The living Christ in your life. Don't leave this place without the assurance that you have Jesus Christ as your Savior, the risen Christ. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior. We worship a living God. We worship a living Savior. And we have hope Not only in this life, but in the life to come. We have hope that he is going to come and take all the believers to be with him forever and ever. We thank you for this day where all over the world we are observing Resurrection Day. The day our Lord and Savior rose from among the dead. And he is living forevermore. We pray that each and every person present here that knows you will rejoice and will look forward for his coming again. And those who did not have the privilege to have him as their savior, we pray that they will not leave this place without asking him to come into their hearts. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this place so we can declare the Lord Jesus as a Savior of the world. And bless each and every one. And bless all the families, Lord, and those who we we did not see today. We pray that you visit with them and bless them and bring them back to us safely. Dismiss us with your blessing, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If there is someone who would like to discuss this subject with me, your salvation, if you'd like to discuss any, any subject that comes to your mind with regards to Jesus Christ and giving hope and giving life and giving you eternal life, 
I'll be here waiting if you'd like to delay yourself for five minutes. Otherwise, I wish you a wonderful day and a happy Easter and enjoy your families, enjoy your gatherings, and don't forget whatever we have is a gift from God, our Savior. God bless you. The meeting is over.